Welcome to the JV Sports Podcast. My name is John Myers Potts, and I'm joined by my co-host, Vin Pensabene. We are two unprofessional fans talking professional sports. How are you doing today, Vin? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I know we're not talking baseball today, but my Yankees have sucked. I feel like a Phillies fan now. So I don't know what you're talking about. Andrew Napa in the first inning dropped a bomb on Jacob deGrom, so I'm feeling pretty stoked about that. Uh but today we are going to be going into our NFL preview show, getting ready for the season. We're going to go through some division winners, give you our playoff predictions, our Super Bowl picks, and finally our award winners. And then coming up in future episodes, we're hoping to do a lot out of gambling talk as well. We're both big gamblers, and we're planning to do that on Friday. So, then, what division would you like to start with? Uh, let's start with my favorite division, the AFC East. Of course. Home to your favorite team, the New York Jets. Damn right. But let's start with uh, New England. You know, they had a lot of change this offseason. Obviously, they lost Brady. Uh, They just had Mohamed Sanu released. They had a lot of opt-outs on defense. And basically, the whole situation changed a little bit. It seemed that they're moving out of the Patriot way and going into Cam Newton. Uh, I think they're going to be... A little questionable. Like, I think they're going to end up 8-8 eight and eight at, like, ceiling at this point. I don't know what you're feeling, but really that's where I end up seeing them. They have a tough schedule. And really, I mean, you lost a lot of stars on defense that really got them through last year. They have the same mm-hmm. offensive weapons. You have uh, Julian Edelman that's a year older that was injured. You, again, lost Mohamed Sanu. Their backfield, I mean, oh, I hope Tony Michelle does good. I've been a fan of him for a few years now. But yeah, really, he, what do they do? Well, you know, I think you're, you have really hit the nail on the head with the defense. Op, the defensive opt-outs is going to be some big changes for New England. But if there's anyone that I think that can get this group together still, it is Bill Belichick. But saying there's some changes to the Patriot way over the past offseason definitely seems correct. Bill Belichick's doing a Subway commercial now. I mean... It seems to be total chaos, but that seems like the exact exact situation that he's going to need to win that division. I'm not saying I think he will, but I definitely think they're still going to be a double-digit win team or 9-7 and seven at worst. Now, with the Patriots, do you think that the whole Patriot way was a Brady thing? Or do you think it was Bill Belichick just now being like, hey, I want to be the cool guy. I'm, I'm basically in my retirement stage. And I could just have fun now. I think it's a little bit of both. I think Brady and Belichick together were able to create that whole feel around it. And you've seen other coaches that have left New England try to repeat it, like Matt Patricia in Detroit, and it just doesn't work. And I think now bringing in a quarterback like Cam Newton is definitely a different kind of culture than what you had with Brady, very fall in line and be the good little soldier that you are going into the week. I think Cam is going to bring in some new life to that organization, and I think that he is going to 
possibly be the comeback player of the year, and I think he is going to take the Patriots to a better season offensively than they've had in quite a few years. I think with a big change, like you said, is the defense. So I think while they may put up more points and put up more yards, I think they're going to allow a lot more, which is going to lead to a lot closer games. Yeah, and I mean, their division got a lot a lot tougher than it was last year. Uh, you got the Bills who added. The Dolphins are going to be at least trying in the front office level as well this year. And, you know, you never know what you're getting with the Jets. That's very true. The Jets are, in my opinion, the ultimate wild card in the division because I think everything about the team has potential, especially mm-hmm. I'm of the belief that Sam Darnold is a better quarterback than the organization has allowed him to be. I think it's just going to be hard for them to be successful with Adam Gase at the helm, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Gase fan. Uh, I've been a Jet fan all my life, so seeing this, I mean – Joe Douglas came in, and this is really his first offseason because he Mm -hmm. came in post-draft last year. So what they did is they bolstered their offensive line, which in theory you'd think that's going to help the running game with Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore, and everything. They got rid of Robbie Anderson, which was a little questionable. I thought Robbie Anderson was a little overrated in this Jets offense. Mm-hmm. But you got Denzel Mims now, you got Rashad Perryman, and you got uh, the guy from Washington that I don't remember his name off the top of my head. I think it's Crowder. Uh, yes, J- Jameson Crowder. Definitely and, a high-target guy for the past couple of years. Yeah, but I mean, there's no guy who, say you're facing a defense that has a good cornerback, there's no mm-hmm. guy who's there, There's no true number one b- yeah. receiver at this point, which is yeah. what they're hoping for Melms to be, to have that kind of DK Metcalf breakout. I just don't know, based off what I've seen from him so far and what I heard of him going into the draft, if he is ready for that next step. He was excellent in college, and he's a big-body receiver. I just have some culture questions about him, especially with how he handled the pre-draft process. Yeah, and they don't have an easy schedule for a team that no, did as, they do not. as bad as they did last year. So, I mean, I could see them sneaking in and getting that seventh seed and just making the playoffs. I could also see them getting a top five pick again. I, I think that seventh seed is going to be a big change in whether or not a team decides to compete for the full season or whether they give up early. And I think the Jets are definitely one of those based on the fact that Gase is going to be coaching for his job. Darnold is pretty much, I mean, I know he's. you're a big fan of the Jets, man, but I think if he doesn't have a good year this year, it's going to be some questions in New York at the mm-hmm. QB position. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, this is the year where Darnold decides how much he makes in free agency. This is, I believe, his third year. Mm-hmm. So this is the year he could have essentially held out for a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. But... Basically, this is the year where if Darnold doesn't take that step, you begin to question, hey, did we draft the right guy? And, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at the Jets' schedule now. They play San Francisco, Denver, Arizona, Kansas City. And then their last three weeks, they're at Seattle, at the Rams, mm-hmm. and then home for Cleveland. So this is a tough schedule. It, it is. And they've had some big losses, too, with the Jamal Adams trade and then... I believe C.J. Mosley is yeah, opted out of this out. year as well. Yeah. And it really was just a big change in their defense when you saw how well they looked with C.J. Mosley in last year at the beginning of the year. And then when he was gone, it was nothing. 
Yeah, I think that essentially the Jets need that defense to work. I mean, you get back Avery Williamson, who tore his ACL in the preseason last year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you just pretty much had to let them go. I mean, that's their strength of their team. It's not that strong now, it's looking like. But you got a good return on the Jamal Adams trade for mm-hmm. what you could And the do. Leonard Williams trade was pretty good, too. Yeah. So, I mean, you're getting that, and, I mean, Joe Douglas is creating a culture. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's going to be hard to see if, even with a bad year, if Adam Gase does lose his job because mm-hmm. the whole Joe Douglas, Adam Gase, and Sam Darnold all being represented by the same guy is kind of a weird thing to just yeah, it get really rid of is. one. But I think we spent a really good amount of time on a bad team. <laughs> uh, I do. So let's spend some time on a good team. Uh, the preseason division favorite, the Buffalo Bills, going with a big splash this weekend, to fi- uh, this offseason, to get a true number one receiver in Stephon Diggs. I think that could be what Josh Allen needed to really make the next step forward because he's got such a cannon of an arm. I think it's just he needs someone that can go out and get it. Yeah, I mean – they made the playoffs last year. They mm-hmm. competed for that uh, for that bye seat for a good amount of t- for that bye a good amount of time in the first round. Mm-hmm. And they played well against Houston. That was a game until the end. Yeah, and I think if they had Diggs. They they easily win that game. <laughs> I I agree. I think even I believe in that game. Wasn't that where Houston fumbled that uh, kickoff return or yeah. punt return? That should have been a touchdown. Yeah, so, I mean, the Bills, I mean, they basically stay put with what they have and just add digs. Yeah, and that defense is just suffocating. Yes, it's a very good defense. Uh, Again, they don't have an easy schedule as they play the NFC West this year. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's you're playing against teams like... You're playing in Denver, that's going to be good. They play Green Bay this year. Minnesota, they end up playing, or am I looking at the wrong team? I think I am. Uh, well, play, I think, yeah, I mean, they play one like thing Seattle. that's really interesting to think about is, could you imagine how good this team would be if Stefan Gilmore didn't leave for New England, if they were able to keep both of those star corners? Yeah, I mean, that would be really, that would be in a very good spot. But, I mean, even right now, I mean, looking at the AFC, they could be a three seed, and I don't think I, I think I don't that's think more that than shock, fair. Yeah, I don't think that would shock many people if they end no. up being the three seed in this AFC. And I think it's definitely without it goes without saying they're going to be the best team in New York this year. Oh uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> and especially because they technically are the only team in New York. That could also help. <laughs> And then down to the final team in the AFC, the one that everyone seems to look at as an afterthought, especially the Patriots, regardless of how many times it has to bite them in the ass, is the Miami Dolphins, now without their second-round pick trade, Josh Rosen on the roster. Yeah, I was always a big Josh Rosen fan. I mean, he basically blazed his own path in UCLA. We were talking about it before we started recording, the whole hot tub in his dorm. Hot tub in the dorm room. Uh, I mean, he ended up, he just signed with Tampa. So, I mm-hmm. mean, hopefully you hope he gets some chances. And I mean, 
But really, Dolphins, it's really Fitz magic, and then whenever Tua comes in. Well, for you and me, I think that that's a major factor. We're both big Fitzpatrick guys. And I really like what Brian Flores was able to do with this team last year. Even after all the trades, they were able to beat some playoff teams. Like, they beat the Patriots in Week 17. They beat the Eagles in a game where they were down big, and they just came back and Hang on, I need to have another drink. Uh, a kicker won special teams player of the week after he threw a touchdown. Yeah, and I mean, they won five games when they were trying to tank the whole year. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to do now with a team that's trying to win? I mean, they basically said, hey, we got what we want. We got the guy we were tanking for, even if we won five games. Mm-hmm. And they were able to get some additions in free agency as well to replace that secondary. I mean, they could they could surprise people. You were saying the Jets had a wild card. I think the Dolphins could be. Yeah, I could definitely see them having the same role they had a couple of years ago when they still had Tannehill until he got hurt and they snuck in and they ended up having to play that playoff game against the Steelers with Matt Moore starting. If they could get a healthy quarterback for a full season that actually is able to play up to potential, whether it is Tua or Fitzpatrick, I think they could definitely make a run, especially with the seventh seed being a factor. Yeah, I mean, they could end up being the same team they were last year. They could end up being a seventh seed, potentially. Well, in saying they're the same team they were last year, you don't even know which team they were last year, because depending on what part of the season you looked at, they were completely different. Yeah, and I mean... It also matters. How does Tua progress? When does he come into the games? Mm-hmm. How good? You don't know how good Fitzpatrick's going to be. He always has that little blitz of uh, of just incredibleness, and then eventually he falls back down to earth. But mm-hmm. how long can you hold with Fitzpatrick being your starter? That's very true, and that is always something that seems to doom a team, is when you have that young quarterback that everyone seems to be calling, calling for early. I mean, we saw it in Philadelphia. They traded Sam Bradford before Carson Wentz even had to be on the bench for a game. And before we move on, uh, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. Week four through six, they play Seattle, San Francisco, Denver. So they have a stretch where they play really good defenses. Uh, The week before that, they play Jacksonville. But week two, they play Buffalo. I mean, they play a lot of good defenses early this season. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that'll be the real test because if Fitzpatrick is able to have that success that he's been able to for a couple games out of a year, will he be able to do that for a full season? I think that's a fair question to ask. Yeah, I mean, I think if they can manage to go 500, they have a winnable schedule. I mean, Mm -hmm. they have a fourth-place schedule, which is always pretty good when you retool. And now... They can just if they can just survive that stretch of really tough defenses, mm-hmm. their schedule gets a little easier. I mean, they have that weird thing with the Jets where they play the Jets, they have a they both have a bye week and then they play the Jets again. Mm-hmm. And I think going into a season not having ex- any expectations for you to be good can actually really be a huge help. You have the Patriots who for so long have been such a great team and now saying, okay, Brady, we don't really need you anymore, and going out to get Cam Newton. Even before that, they were saying Jared Sidham was going to be able to pick it up. There's a lot of expectations for that team, and for the Bills after their success last year, there was a lot. Miami, they can just play and see what happens. Uh, So we both are picking Buffalo out of here, correct? 
Absolutely. All right. And do you, I'm, I'm going to say the Pats are close, but I think Buffalo wins the matchup. Do you think any wild card team comes out of, out of the East? I think the Patriots do as a wild card. I think the Patriots do as well, but I don't see them being any higher than like a six. Uh, I could see them going five. I think it really depends on how Cam is able to do with these receivers. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to the AFC North. And really the big story coming out of this whole division was uh, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. I mean, they kind of got suffocated in the playoffs against the Titans last year. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, Lamar Jackson, a couple weeks ago, they came out with, he had like a groin injury of some sort. And I think, you know, you make a great point. Looking at this team, it is Lamar Jackson or bust. And I mean, last year he had a legendary season. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can, you can reasonably go and say, Hey, have that type of season again. No, Uh, I agree with you. So whatever he does, it's going to be a step back of last year. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they had the Earl Thomas situation where he's now off the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not just so simple to say, oh, we still have Lamar, we're going to run it back. They've had some big losses. And, you know, it seems to happen where – or a quarterback like this, like Lamar, is going to have one really big gear, and then the next they start to fall back down to earth. You, you saw the read option was so popular a couple of years ago where it was just a play that everyone ran, and it had success, but eventually teams started to figure it out. And while I think Lamar has more athleticism than any quarterback we ever saw do that, I just don't know if when defenses really start to put the pressure on him, if he's going to be able to always get that escape that he needs to, where he can get that big run, where he can find the receiver and just chuck up a prayer and he manages to be wide open like Marquise Brown was all last year. Uh, Now, I'm looking at Google, and they have a prop bet for Lamar Jackson. I know we're not going to do a lot of betting on this one, Mm -hmm. but they have him at over 20 – over under 26 and a half touchdown passes this year. Uh, do you think that he'll eclipse that? Because I don't. I don't see him running the ball as much, but I don't think this offense is going to be. Well, as it, and deadly. it specifically said passes, right? It yeah. wasn't just. I, I think that's something that I don't think he reaches this year. I think Lamar gets a lot of his touchdown passes by being able to get out and move out of the pocket and then get the ball downfield. And I think they do have a lot of receiver talent on that team with Hollywood Brown. And uh, I think they got a couple other guys. And then the running back situation there is where I really think it's interesting because they were able to retain Mark Ingram. They have Lamar. And then didn't was it Cam Akers that they got in the draft? I believe so. I, I mean, I'm really excited to see how he's going to look, especially in that offense. I think they're going to be a run-heavy team. While Lamar's still going to have his flashy plays where he gets the ball down the field quickly, I think they're going to be ground and pound and play defense the true Baltimore way. Yeah, and I mean, I just don't see... I mean, this offense last year was incredible. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, this is a year they have tape on them Mm -hmm. doing this. I just think that Tennessee had a way to stop it. Yeah. You saw what happened when they ran into a truly great defense. Yeah, can the Ravens figure out a way to go do this again? 
and I think a big part for Lamar is that was a game where he had to play from behind. And I feel like when he gets behind, you really start start to see him panic. He doesn't have that factor that guys like Mahomes have where even when they're down big, like you saw when they were losing to Houston last year in the playoffs, he just stays calm, the team calms down, and he just chucks up some absolutely beautiful balls. I think Lamar tries to force some passes that he maybe can't make, and that ends up hurting him in the long run. Yeah, and this is by no stretch, just I want to make this clear, that we're trying to like take jabs at Lamar Jackson. He's still Oh no, he's an incredible quarterback, quarterback. In league right now. For, from a fantasy perspective, I would say he's top two. I don't know if if I was sitting down right now and I was picking a quarterback, if he would be my number two pick. But from a talent perspective, it's all there. I just don't know if from the – I think he's going to have some growing pains this year, like you said, with the tape on him. Yeah, and I mean also that division got tougher this year. It did. The, you started to see it last year where Cleveland would have some tough games they played against them. They, Cleveland was able to win in Baltimore last year. And I think now they can make a difference. But the Steelers, too. I mean, Big Ben, if he can stay healthy for a full year, I think that's huge because last year you saw the battle of the backups throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And Cincinnati now is even going to try and compete, it looks like, by going to get the first overall pick in Joe Burrow. Yeah, so which team do you want to jump to next out of those three? I'm thinking we should go with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. I mean, the question is Big Ben, what does he have left after having an elbow injury last year? Uh, this defense, I think, is going to still be really good. They have uh, Hayter in their in their mm-hmm. secondary. They still are Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a pretty good defensive team. I mean, that defense was incredible last year. You have to wonder what it would have been like if they would have just had some competent quarterback play throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, they were battling for a wild card spot for most of the year last year. Mm-hmm. And they've really, you can, your defense can win you championships, but when you have quarterbacks that toss, they, they just have turnovers problems. I mean, Mason Rudolph and Duck Rogers, they were great stories, but both of them last year, they couldn't stay on the field, and whether that be from injury or from just inconsistency. Yeah, I mean, you gotta hope that they can get some get a full season out of Big Ben essentially at this point, which uh, is a big ask for him. Yes, at this point and, in his career. I mean, their offensive line is old; they're pretty up there in in age. So, I mean, how long could they hold up? They have Eric Ebron. At tight end this year, Vance McDonald. They have yeah. some weapons on the offensive side. They do, really, and we have Juju, who's still trying to prove that he can be a number one receiver. And they have a good secondary. They have Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick is again there. Uh, Which Terrell was a Edmund. huge pickup last year that I think really changed the defense. Yeah, I mean, essentially, they cha- they became like a top ten defense once they had Minka added. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I think having James Conner, too, he was able to pick up a lot more slack than we expected with Le'Veon Bell. Because, you know, we have Bell being an all-time talent, I think, at least in the first few years of his career. And then James Conner comes in, and he really doesn't look like that much of a drop-off. No, I mean, basically, they're able to plug and play some running backs in this situation. Mm-hmm. And- 
especially in a league where running back isn't as valued as they usually were in years past. I mean, if you could just do it that way, I mean, that just saves you cap situation and a lot of stuff where you could get on different positions. Well, and speaking of a team with a great running back, I got to say, I think Nick Chubb from the Browns is going to have another great year. He's been absolutely fantastic since he came out of the second round out of Georgia. And I think with the weapons that they've been able to put around him in Cleveland, I think it takes a lot of the load off Baker that he had last year. Because a lot of people were saying, oh, this is finally the time when the Browns are good. And you saw it might have just been too much pressure. It might have been the fact that Freddie Kitchens is just a terrible coach. What are your thoughts, Vin? Yeah, I mean, Stefanski is going to get the best out of these guys, I think. Uh, I think this is going to be a bounce back year for Baker. And, I mean, there's obviously better stories, but could Baker potentially be the comeback player of the year if he has a great season? I could definitely see it. I mean... When you think about it, if I ask you right now, Ben, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, who's the better quarterback from I mean, a talent perspective? I mean, it has to be Baker at that situation. And when you consider how good Kirk Cousins looked in this offense with Stefanski last year, I think that Baker could have just as good, if not a better season. They've got two great tight ends. We know they want to run a lot of 12 personnel mm-hmm. with Stefanski and then you also have Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I mean, this offense should be a really, really good offense. I mean... On paper, you yeah, it should be. Paper. There's no reason this shouldn't be one of the best offenses in the NFL. Yeah, and I believe they drafted uh, a lineman, right? I believe that, yes, they did. So that hopefully will be able to protect Baker so he's not getting sacked 40 times. Yeah, and I mean... You got Miles Garrett back there, who uh, I forget how long, if any, he's suspended this year. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and doesn't this kind of give you the sense that uh, Andrew Luck had when he was coming back and he got a new coach from injury? He's coming back. He's got a new coach that loves to do stuff with the tight ends. He's got a good receiver in T.Y. Hilton, but Baker's got two phenomenal receivers in the NFL, two fantastic tight ends. Oh, top five running back in the NFL. I mean, this has got to be the perfect situation. Yeah. And I mean, this is also a year, like we said with Sam Darnold earlier, this is the year Baker has to prove it. I mean, he came off the bench uh, to begin. Yep. As his career. Uh, Last year he had a, he had an off year. And I think really if Cleveland isn't the top two seed, I mean, do you start questioning if Baker was the right guy? What do you mean top two in the division, not yeah, top that's two? Yeah, that's what I mean, top two top. in the AFC North. I was going to say, if they're a top two seed in the NFL, that would be yes. a <laughs> massive success. But definitely, I think they should be competing for the lead in this division throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I could see them winning it without too much of a problem. I think Lamar and Baker are both great quarterbacks. Obviously, I think Lamar is better, but I think when you look at the whole of the the rest of the supporting cast, I think Cleveland wins. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue. I mean, I give the edge to Baltimore on them because of Baltimore being Baltimore doesn't really leave the time zone this That's season. That's true. So I mean, you get to stay essentially well, and from a coaching area. perspective too. And yeah, I mean. From the coaching too but 
Really? I mean, I don't see why, if you're Cleveland, you don't say, hey, we could win this division. We took a step forward. We get better play out of Baker. Why shouldn't we be ahead of the Ravens that they have they had a legendary season and it's not going to be replicated? I completely agree with you. Now, going from a team that has high success, uh, what do you think of the Bengals this year? I mean, they're going to be a fun team to watch. I'm going to watch more Cincinnati games than I did probably in the last uh, five years. Yeah, I probably will, too. Joe Burrow going there with the first overall pick. I was a big LSU guy this last year. I have been ever since they brought Orgeron on. And just watching some of the throws he can make, as well as the athleticism he has, I think he is the best quarterback that Cincinnati has had in a very long time. Are they the best team in the city of Cincinnati? Uh, I mean, the Reds aren't doing well. So Shockingly to no one. I mean... That was my note that I put on there was, are they the best team with Cincinnati? That's why I wanted to ask you. I knew you'd have an opinion. I mean, really, at this point, they might be. I'm looking at Cincinnati now. I mean, FC Cincinnati, I don't know where they are. but Well, when you you really think about (laughs) it, what would you consider to be a success for this team? A success? Uh, I say you get decent play out of Burrow and... Basically, maybe A.J. Green stays healthy for the year and you get a few wins. Mm-hmm. I think I, those, these are all good goals. Very achievable. I don't think they're going to get out of the basement of this division this year. But, I mean, if they go and win six games, I mean, that's I think that's I think that's a huge success for them. I, I was thinking more like four games would be a success. Six, I agree with you, would be overachieving. Yeah, and I mean, you hope you got to see if A.J. Green stays healthy because, you know, he's mm-hmm. had injury problems the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Ross III, if he could be a decent target. Uh, I don't really love their offensive line. Uh, again, I mean, you got to see if Joe Burrow, he had that one year last year that was legendary, but was mm-hmm. it just an Ed Orgeron project and a Joe Brady thing? Where yeah, you got you, I, it's a fair question to ask. How will he be able to transition going from Joe Brady, who we already know is a phenomenal offensive brain coming from the Saints, to a guy like Zach Taylor, who came from a good system, but last year didn't really show that he had what it took to lead a team to any kind of success. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of question marks in Cincinnati, but I think they did a good job in the draft, and essentially, they're not trying to win the division this year. They're just trying mm-hmm. to say, hey, let's see what pieces we have that we could surround Joe Burrow with, because he's essentially, with where they drafted him, Yeah, he's essentially going to be their guy that they're going to have around for... There's no questions in Cincinnati anymore. Before we had that where it was, is Andy Dalton the guy? Is A.J. McCarron going to come in and be the guy? There are no questions now. Joe Burrow is the franchise quarterback, and I think that he is the right guy to take this team far. But the question I want to ask you, Vin, is if health isn't a factor, everyone stays healthy, how many teams from this division do you think make the playoffs out of the seven? Uh, Do you mean out of the four? Well, I meant out of the seven teams that can make the playoffs. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I could I, see three, I think, two, but I could I, see three. I feel like it should be two, at least, but I agree completely with you. If health is not a factor, if everyone's able to stay healthy, I think it's going to go Ravens win the division, Cleveland goes two, uh, depending on head-to-head record, and then I think the Steelers are the perfect fit for that seven seed. Yes, I mean, and I believe if they had the seven seed last year, that the Steelers were the seven seed. They did. So, essentially, I think, yeah, as long as Big Ben could just be be a decent quarterback, I mean, again, if what they had last year. If he can just stay healthy, year, I think he is more than enough for them to compete. Yeah, I mean, what they had last year at quarterback, I mean, if he could just at least replicate that, they mm-hmm. were a seven seed last year, so... I think, yeah, I think two, but possibly with that seven seed, they could have three teams in this in the play. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. And going from teams that I love, let's go to some teams that I hate. Starting off with my least favorite coach in the AFC South, Bill O'Brien, who's also the general manager for God knows what reason. Yeah, I mean, good for Deshaun Watson getting his money a couple days ago. That was good. I did like that. Uh, but uh, basically that trade, David Johnson coming back from Arizona and you're sending D-Hop, I it, mean... There's nothing you can do to convince me that wasn't the worst trade in a couple years. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a good trade. I mean, David Johnson did get hurt like week five-ish last year, and then just they just took him out of the rotation essentially. Well, yeah. So, I mean, David well, Johnson as, bounce back, possibly? As a multiple-time David Johnson fantasy football owner, I got to say, I am not going to be convinced that this could be a success, especially considering this was an offense last year that was successful because of DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson. The pair of them together are just incredible. Trying to replace that by bringing in smaller guys uh, – because who do they have? They have Randall Cobb from Dallas. Uh, they managed to keep Will Fuller, who's injured every year. And who did they also add, Vin? Uh, they have Brandon Cooks. That's right. It was Cooks. So you have Cooks, who pretty much three guys who have had some injury issues over the past few years. And they have Kenny Stills as well. So, That's, so we've got four inconsistent receivers and uh, – running back who was good for a year. Yeah, I mean, basically... And, and a uh, top three quarterback. They have a good left tackle. <laughs> they, sure. And Larry yep. Tunsil. They've, but, uh, yeah, they, they managed to uh, make some interesting trades. I don't think it's going to pay off, though. I, I think Deshaun Watson is definitely one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. But I don't think he's going to be able to overcome Bill O'Brien, especially without a guy like DeAndre Hopkins on his side. Yeah, and I mean, they don't have a very easy schedule either, especially early. They play their first two their first two games is at Kansas City and then home for Baltimore. It doesn't get I much mean, tougher than yeah. that. I mean, I'd be I wouldn't be shocked that they missed the playoffs, but I wouldn't. Wouldn't be shocked if they 
get the I six, seven seed. I am going to call it right now. I I'm just gonna say it. I hate Bill O'Brien so much. I think this team finishes below 500 and three seed in that division. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could totally see it. I mean, you lose a, you get rid of your a top three wide receiver in the in the league right now, and get back a question. I, I don't mark. even know if I'd be willing to go that low. Yeah, I mean, he's just an a, incredible talent, and I mean, Coach Bill O'Brien, he seems to get not be able to get out of his own way. Last year was the first time in his career where he was able to get double-digit wins. Yeah, I mean... On just, any level, Vin, that's a fun fact that I love. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually pretty good. No but high school, no college. First yeah, I mean, we both seem low on t- Houston. Prove us wrong, Houston. I mean, <laughs> go do something. Deshaun, have a breakout year, please, for me, because you're my fantasy quarterback. But... <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have a lot of question marks at the receiver spot now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, is this defense going to be able to hold teams to 15 points a game? It's a good question. If I look right now, I went to oddshark.com this morning, and I saw that the Houston Texans are expected to lose their first game against the Kansas City Chiefs by more than 30 points. So, uh, prove me wrong, Deshaun. I'd love to see it for Vin, too. <laughs> so let's move on to Indianapolis. They have a new guy in their backfield, as mm-hmm. Philip Rivers is now taking their quarterback duties. Well, uh, and I, I, I think it's important to mention that the Andrew Luck retirement last year, I think that was the Colts' downfall. I think the minute yeah. that happened, their season ended. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought booing Andrew Luck off the field would be the basically the peak of their season? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has been a competent quarterback, but he's never shown, besides when he was with Belichick, the ability to take a team to another level. Now, we, come, we bring Phillip Rivers in, who I've always liked as a quarterback in Los Angeles, but he's never been able to get it done in the playoffs. I think the strength of that team is going to come down to their offensive line and their run game with new pick Jonathan Taylor coming in, who I loved in college coming out of Wisconsin. I think this team, if they can use a power run focus and Phillip Rivers just doesn't turn the ball over like he was so prone to when he was in LA, I think this could be a fringe playoff team. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think their ceiling is a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I posted the question on our notes. Do you think the Chargers end up with more? I mean, not the Chargers. The Colts end up with more wins, or Philip Rivers have more kids? Well, I believe on my last count, he has nine kids. Correct. Yes. I'm gonna say it's gonna be even. Or, I'm sorry, he has eight kids, it says. I'm going to stick with even. I, I feel they are a nine-win team at best, and at worst, a five-win team. I think they're somewhere in that range where it's going to be low reward, but also low risk. I don't think they're going to be a complete failure where they're competing for a top 
pick. I think they're going to be kind of like Miami was last year at the end of the season, but for the whole season. Yeah, and I mean, on defense, they bolstered up. They got DeForest Buckner from the 49ers. Very true. Uh, but, I mean, the question's on offense. What do you get out of Phillip Rivers? What are you going to get out of T.Y. Hilton? But one thing I do love about this Colts team, it might be a little bit of the fact that I'm an Eagles fan, but I think Frank Reich with this team, he is such a great offensive mind. You saw what he was able to do with a guy like Nick Foles, who's now not even going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears. If he can take Phillip Rivers to the same kind of height that he's taken some other guys to, I could definitely see this being a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, I can't say no. <laughs> yeah, it's one. I, I feel they're, you know they're going to be at least competitive. They're not going to be... For example, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to Tennessee. I mean, they had a big splash uh, a couple hours before we started recording. Yep. Uh, they got Jadavion Clowney. Terrible player. Just absolute waste of money. Uh, I don't know why you'd be willing to give it to someone so or just awful. Uh, Derek Henry. I mean, is he going to be able to produce as what he did in the playoffs throughout the season? I don't think he will. I, I think, agree with you. I think this is going to be a fall-off year for Derrick Henry compared to what he did last year. Yeah, I mean, he basically was their offense in the playoffs for the two games that they played, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Or three, excuse me, because then they play... Yeah, yeah, because they, they went wild-card yeah. division, AFC championship. Yeah, so, I mean, basically giving him heavy carries throughout the entire... Second half of the year, essentially, when they needed mm-hmm. him. Through the playoffs, I mean, how much can we depend on a power running back now to go get you wins? I, it's going to be well, tough. I, I, I agree with you. And while Tannehill was a good quarterback last year, <clears throat> in way of he didn't turn the ball over. He was very smart with his passes. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he's going to be enough to carry this team. I think he's good. He's definitely better than what Mariota was able to do for them last year. But is he enough to get this team back to where they were? I mean, not really, I don't think so. Uh, I like, I really like Matt Vrabel. Mm-hmm. I, I like Vrabel, too. I think he's a really good coach. Uh, and, I mean, I don't love their defense, either. So, I mean, there's not really much that I love about Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to take a step back this year. I do, too. But and then, this division is just so weak that yeah, taking a step I, back could still be a wild card. You know, now that I think about it, when we pretty much said all of these teams are wild card teams. <laughs> yeah, Who I is mean, going to win this division? I mean, essentially, it's going to be one of these three teams because we're going to – I think both of us are just going to take the Jacks completely out of this right now. I, um, I mean – the Jaguars, they're basically a publicity stunt right now for Minshew Mania. So which one would you pick to be a playoff team? I mean, this is tough. I mean, I'm thinking tennis. Uh, I'm thinking the Texans, but I mean. I am going to go, despite what I said, I'm going to go with Phillip Rivers and the Colts because I think the coaching and what they have in the trenches could be the difference. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what's going to end up happening. I'm saying, I mean, it's more wishful thinking for my fantasy team is Houston, since I have David Johnson and Deshaun Watson. But well, you know, you can still be a high-scoring team. Yeah. I, I think it's the defense that's going to be the crippling yeah, I issue mean, there. 
Bill O'Brien's coaching could also just be the issue. But, That's very true. So, so I'm taking Indianapolis. You're taking Houston. Yeah, I mean, do you so want it's to going talk to about be the Tennessee. Jags? I mean, really, it's just who are they? It's a fire sale. Who who are they going to get? What picks are they going to get? I think they are all in for Lawrence or for uh, what's his name from Ohio State. Uh, Fields. Fields. Fields or Lawrence. I think that's really what this is about now. Yeah, get DJ Clark some <laughs> a quarterback that can get him some passes. Yeah, Chark. Uh, he he was Chark. a good. I always say Clark. <laughs> well, it would be a name that made a lot more sense. But personally, I'm a big fan of the crazy names. You know what, Jags? Just uh, to have your fun. Move to London. We'll see you next year. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the Super Bowl winning team, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, I mean, again, we're in a COVID time. Do Is there going to be a Super Bowl hangover? They didn't really get to party as much as a lot of other teams would. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing, uh, and I think something that is really going without being mentioned here is Arrowhead is one of the best home field advantages in the NFL, and this year with COVID, there is no home field advantage besides the fact that you don't have to take a plane ride. So I think they're still a phenomenal team, but I feel it's a fair question as to how much that's going to affect them. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Uh, they can have, uh, as I'm looking at a random article, Oh, were they allowed to? They're allowed to have 22% capacity. Okay. To start the season. So that's about... So we'll see what happens. That's about 16,000 fans. So, yeah, but I mean, again... Still compared to most teams. You hit it, I mean, on the head. I mean, Arrowhead Stadium, when you go in there, it's really loud. Yep. Uh, And that's going to be a complete difference with... 16,000 fans compared to 70,000 fans. Yeah. Uh, But again, I mean, this team, Pat Mahomes, I mean, I don't think he's going to take a step back. Oh, no. I I think Mahomes is for real. I think what he did last year proved that it was not a one-year wonder thing. Uh, It's two years in a row now. He's played at a high-quality level. He did get injured last year, but he managed to come back, fight through the injury, and he took that team to a Super Bowl. And I think they've only improved the offense. I able to go out and get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at the end of the first round. I think that was a perfect fit that is going to help them so much now having one lead running back. Yeah, I mean, basically the questions are going to be on the defense. What can what can they do? Mm-hmm. Uh, do they need to do anything? Yeah, I mean, just hold teams a couple times, not getting touchdowns, essentially. As I've always said, the other team can score 30 as long as you score 50. Yeah, I mean, you saw it in the playoffs. They were down double digits every game. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. This is a team that is never out. They can always come back. Like you, You see teams like Tennessee, when they get down, it's hard to come back from that because the running game isn't going to get it done. But with a team like the Chiefs, where they can just air it out 50 to 70 yards on a single play at any moment, I think it's just still my best team in the NFL. I don't know about you, Ben. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue that they aren't. Uh, Let's move on. I mean, we finally got the Oakland Raiders out, and we're in with the Las Vegas Raiders. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's just going to take a while to get used to. Yeah. Especially with uh, not being able to actually see them playing 
in Vegas. No one's going to be able to go and see them. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, because I think their stadium, is it finished yet? I believe they did finish it. So they're going to have their first year in their new stadium, and no one's going to be able to really care that much about it. But basically, it's going to be how long is Derek Carr going to be their quarterback? Uh, You know they have a little bit of question marks Mm -hmm. uh, with their quarterback. They signed Marcus Mariota in the offseason. Everybody loves a good backup quarterback. I mean, do you see Derek Carr staying in the whole year? It's tough because I was a big Derek Carr guy a couple years ago when he had that MVP caliber season, but he just hasn't been able to replicate it. And I think in this offense, it's really been a struggle for him because so much of it is the intermediate passing. There's not really, but that is what he's good at. But it's just so hard to win when you're going laterally so much. They do have Darren Waller, who I, was their best receiver last year at the tight end position. And I think mm-hmm. going out to get Henry Ruggs could be a game changer. Then the question for me is, can Derek Carr get the ball to Henry Ruggs? Yeah, I mean, remember what he did with Crabtree in like 2015? Mm-hmm. He had Amari Cooper that was essentially good. They added Jason Witten, so... whatever that is yeah the retirement community that is the las vegas raiders yeah i mean and again i mean i don't really like any other defensive players if i'm being honest besides clennon farrell yeah yeah farrell is really pretty much the only player on their defense that you can name when you look at their offense they've got hunter renfro that really started to step up last year I think, really, it's how far can Ruggs carry this team. Yeah. Uh, how much can he change the team? Because I don't think you're going to see him carry, but no. you get what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then moving on to Denver, Drew Locke, I mean, he looked – I think he has a good position to break out this season. I, I agree with you. I think this was finally the right pick for John Elway and the Broncos. He's – Ever since Peyton Manning, they just have not been able to find a quarterback that can work for them. They tried the Osweiler experiment. Like, he he left, then he comes back, and he just, despite his height, which for whatever reason Denver thinks is what determines a good quarterback, Drew Locke is the guy now, even though he's a little bit shorter. And he led them to some big wins last year, and I think he could keep doing it. Hopefully, they don't try another Flacco experiment ever again. Yeah, and I mean, Jerry Judy, I mean, he... That's true. They made some big receiving core. Yes. They have Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. I mean, they are pretty locked in the offense. Uh, This defense is getting a little bit old. Mm -hmm. Uh, With the guys like Von Miller, they have A.J. Bowie, they have... uh, they Bradley Chubb around there. I mean, they they're a little up there in age, but mm-hmm. I mean, well, and good news for them, they did find out that KJ Hamler is going to be able to start. Well, he's not going to start this season on injured reserve, so he could play. Yeah, and I mean, this Broncos team could be second in the division. I I think they are. I I it, that's not hard for me to say at all. I think Drew Locke with this receiving core that they've been able to put around him with Sutton, Hambler, and Judy. I this gives me if Locke could play 
as well as I think he can, I think we could be seeing flashes of the 2013 Broncos with Payne yeah. Manning. I'm not saying Drew Locke's the next Payne Manning, but I think the receiving core is so good. Because then, even the receiving core, it was good, but Demarius Thomas, I do not think is as good as these guys are. So I think Drew Locke, there's something brewing in Denver. Yeah, and then in L.A. with the Chargers, I mean, basically it's the question of quarterbacks. It, you know, it's it was a bit of a surprise to me. I mean, I knew they were going to go Herbert, but I was not expecting it to be, oh, yeah, it's still going to be Tyrod Taylor is most likely going to be our quarterback. Yeah, I mean, if you draft a quarterback high, I assume I just figure you should start him. And, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, he essentially knows how to battle for a position. Yeah, he's done it before. Uh, And, I mean, neither – he didn't really have a lot of offense last year being the backup. I guess that might be the reason that he knows the system better. But, I mean, I, I, Tyrod Taylor for me has always been, you know what you're going to get. Uh, but I think his ceiling is an eight-win team. And if this is a team that's looking to compete with the core they have around the quarterback, I feel like you just got to take the risk and go with Herbert. Yeah, and I mean, you have Keenan Allen out there. <laughs> so it's, you have basically a nice security blanket mm-hmm. wide receiver. Hunter Henry at tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean... There's a good offense in this team, uh, depending on how the quarterback play is. Well, I think getting Melvin Gordon back last year actually hurt this team. I think Eckler was just doing such a good job as the starter that when they brought in, well, Gordon came back from his contract holdout, I think it ended up hurting the team. And I think now that Eckler is, without a doubt, the starting running back, I think this team, if they play their cards right, could be a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue that. There's just a lot of question marks with the seventh, with adding an extra wild card spot that you don't really know. I mean, there's a lot of teams that could battle for that seed. Yeah, uh, and well, I'm gonna pick obviously the Chiefs to win, but my mm-hmm. second seed, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Broncos because of the wide receiver core, and then I think they're gonna battle out with the Chargers. I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> Raiders dead last. Yeah, I mean the Raiders, you're in a good position. I mean you have Josh Jacobs. Hopefully he has a nice year. But they'll be good to watch, but I don't yeah, think they're gonna be. They'll able be to good to them. watch. I don't think they're gonna be good in the win loss. That's I think you couldn't have said that any better. And now going over to the NFC, we start with my favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, who have had whew, some tough injuries going into the season already with training camp. Jason Peters asking for more money to go to left tackle. Now all of that uh, Andre Dillard's out. We are already losing our right guard and Brandon Brooks. I had high hopes for this team, but it's hard for me to believe they're going to be as good as I want them to be. Carson Wentz, if he can stay healthy, I think this team has double-digit win potential. Uh, Thankfully, now we have a backup quarterback that, no offense to Josh McCown, could be much more of a difference maker. But I don't know, Vin, as much as I love the Eagles, I don't know that they're going to be. I think they make the playoffs either as a division winner or as a wild card just because our division's so bad. But I don't think they are going to be able to 
be a contender this year. Yeah, I mean, I wrote on the notes that my big thing for this team is that I like the song Diamonds on My Neck by DJX. But, uh, I mean, yeah, this team, they have a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they added, they directed uh, Hertz, who is a great name to have with Carson Wentz there with his injury history. Oh, Finn, that, that's just <laughs> mean. That just hurts, uh, my, that hurts my feelings. But, yeah, I mean, I think they're going to end up being a wild card team out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Cowboys edge them out. But, I mean, they're going to be fun, but how often can you dig to the well? I mean, not to change sports, but, I mean, you see with the Yankees right now. How many injuries? You can't go two years in a row just challenging your depth. Well, I think it it was a it was big for Carson last year to go all 16 games in the regular yeah. season, and and I don't consider the injury he had in the playoffs to really be injury prone. A, a concussion, it's not like oh he's got bad knees. It's like no, Jadavion Clowney had a dirty hit that knocked him out. The guy didn't even know how he got to the stadium. It's unfortunate. I love Carson Wentz. I think. He is the key that holds this team together. If he's there, I think they can win the division. If he's not, as much as I'm excited to see what Hurts brings to this offense, whether it's as a starter or as a backup, I don't think they can compete with Dallas now that Jason Garrett is gone. Yeah. And uh, moving on to where Jason Garrett used to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big the Dallas. McCarthy area begins. Yeah, I mean... You get the McCarthy era, this offense looks a lot better. Uh, a lot of money got paid out this offseason. And retaining yeah. their offensive coordinator was pretty big, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you still have the whole Dak Prescott conversation. Uh, yeah. If he's worth being paid where he is, I think he is worth it. But uh, you have Zeke, an extra year of him now. You have... Uh, their wide receiving core, which looks good, in Amari, which they had to overpay, in my opinion, to keep him out of Washington. Mm-hmm. You have Michael Gallup, and then you added C.D. Lamb in the draft. They're going to be fast. They're going to be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, and then their defense. I mean, they got a lot of veteran presence on this defense, and I wouldn't be shocked if we hear Earl Thomas's name there. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't want it to happen, but I really expect it to. But they have had some injuries along their defensive line, they, and losing Robert Quinn, too, is a big deal for them. I think their defensive line definitely took a step back in this past offseason, and I don't think we're having these same conversations about the Cowboys and the Eagles if they're in any other division. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't really add to that. <laughs> I mean, when you look at the rest of it, unless you had anything else to say about Dallas, Finn. No, I mean, I think they're going to end up winning the division. I know you really are, as an Eagles fan, you can't really say that without getting flat. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, the, I'm going to say, it, if Carson Wentz plays all 16, I think they win the division. That's what I'm going to put it on. And I'm just yeah. going to hope I'm right. <laughs> uh, and then let's move on. Uh, to, to the Washington football team. Uh, yes. Uh, the team that, that can't even get a name because a janitor was more creative in changing it quickly before they could. Yes. Uh, they dropped Adrian Peterson a couple days ago, so now it seems like mm-hmm. uh, Gibson's going to get every carry ever. Which, you know, probably a good thing considering I don't think you want to give the ball to anyone else on that team. No. Uh 
I mean, really, the big story is uh, Dwayne Haskins and Alex Smith. Alex Smith made the 53-man roster. Uh, mm-hmm. Haskins, I mean, was he just a plug-and-play quarterback for them? He didn't really have that much last year that he looked mm-hmm. great in. Uh, I mean, outside of that Giants game where it was essentially a Chase Young game. Yep. Uh, and then Alex Smith, I mean... He's coming back from basically almost dying yeah, because of his injury. Yeah. I think this is almost a perfect situation for the two of them, though, because Haskins, he's going in. He has a year under his belt now where he got to shake out some of the rust that he had, and this time he has a far better coach. Yeah. I, I, I don't fully believe in this culture that they're claiming they have now established in Washington, but I think Ron Rivera is going to be a huge change. And I think Alex Smith is a fantastic veteran to have behind you. I mean, I can if he is healthy, uh, we're not dealing with any more injuries that show up. I could see Alex Smith being a starter on a tons of te- a few teams on this league. So having him as a backup and having him as a leader, I think is huge. I think it's Haskins job to lose, mm-hmm. but I don't think the drop off is big at all. If Alex Smith has to come in to start. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you there. Uh, but really, they don't have a lot that I'm excited about on that team outside of Antonio Gibson. So, I, I, See, I'm a big Terry McLaurin guy. I really like him at receiver. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a question mark. But, I mean, honestly, they're not going to be well. We both know that. They're not going to do no, very well. I, I, I think success for this team, just like we said before, is like the Bengals. Six wins, overachieving, four wins, good job. You yeah. get a sticker. And another team, I mean, essentially, let's get every free agent head coach and just put them on our, on our uh, coaching staff. The New York uh, the, Giants. The New York Giants. I mean, uh, it hurt me to write my note for this team, but I wrote Joe Judge might be the healthiest judge in New York. <sighs> That's <laughs> – I, I know how bad it hurt you to write that, Vin, being a yeah. Yankees fan, but – uh. It's also a fair question as to whether or not Joe Judge is going to be able to have a job for very long because he seems to be trying to take at New England Patriots mentality and bring it to another team. And while we certainly saw the other day where it looked fun, where they were playing in the mud, where they were doing the fumble drill yeah. in the water, I feel like he doesn't have the pedigree that he needs to take this team where he feels they can go. I think everyone outside of the New York Giants system – thinks this is looking for the number one pick. They have a quarterback in Daniel Jones that I think is going to be good. I think for Joe Judge this year, he just needs to not get hit. He doesn't want his players to hate him. I think that should be the goal. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going for the number one pick. I think they could pop. They could be the third team in this division. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, you I, have I th- say, you I'm have a say lot lower on the Giants. Yeah, you have Saquon, you have Daniel Jones, you hope he can improve. Uh, and, I mean, they added a lot of uh, free agent coaches. I mean, they have Joe Judge at their, at their head coach. They have Freddie Kitchens, their tight ends coach. They have Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett is their, <laughs> is their offensive coordinator, which I think he's a better coordinator than he would be a head coach. Uh, I mean, it's just what do you get out of Daniel Jones just what expectations do you get? Stay there? healthy for a full yeah. season. Yeah, I mean that's basically it. 
<laughs> they have some, they have a lot of young talent on that team. I just don't know if they have what it takes to t- make the next step. And I don't know if they have the right leader behind them. Yeah, I Thank mean, you, it, Daniel Jones survive when the offensive line is as bad as it is in New York. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a question uh, if Joe Judge is going to be a good head coach. He's never been a head coach in the NFL. Uh, but we both have the Eagles and Cowboys making the playoffs, correct? Yes. But we have Absolutely. a flip-flop? Uh, I'm going to Eagles first. Yeah. And I'm going with the Cowboys. Right, NFC North. Uh, Vikings, if I die, I die. Kirk Cousins still being the quarterback. They lose Stefan Diggs. Uh, I think it's going to be a blow for Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he had a great year last year. But, again, I mean, letting him be the number one, it's going to be a little difficult in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where they end up. Yeah, <laughs> this is a team that's really hard for me to figure out where they stand. Yeah, I mean, and I would have loved to see if they had a couple preseason games, but obviously we don't have any this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, they're the third best team in this division, quarterback-wise. I mean, I'm sorry, the second best. And, I mean, no, unless... No, it's third. It's third. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. But... Mitchell well, Trubisky, he's up there. I, I know, Ben. I know how much <laughs> you love him. It's It's hard. I don't know where they end up. I think they're the biggest wild card in the NFC. <laughs> I I could agree with you because they have had so much loss, but they were a very good team last year, and they have a good head coach. They're very defensively focused. I think it's just whether or not Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen can carry the load that's been left behind, and can Dalvin Cook stay healthy for a full season as well. Yes, that as well. Uh <clears throat> Let's move over to Green Bay. Um, McFleur. I don't know how to spell it, so he's just uh, McFlurry to me. It, it's it's Luffler. <laughs> Luffler. So that even is worse. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, what do you get at Aaron Rodgers this year? He's getting up there in age. Uh, what, how many touchdowns does Jordan Love score as the first-round skill position player they drafted? That is true. Uh, I mean, Devontae Adams is there. Who's going to probably be a pretty good target again. Alien Lizard, uh, my favorite wide receiver, is on the team, as well as Marquez Val- Valdez-Scanling. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be shocked when I see Green Bay with 10 wins and being the NFC Nord uh, winner. Yeah, I think this team, uh, short term, we don't have a lot of questions. I think what it really comes down to is long term for them. How many more years is Aaron Rodgers going to stay around here? How many more years can he afford to stay around here? Yeah, and it also goes, I mean, is he going to completely buy into the floor system? Uh, I know last year there was a little bit of questions there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, I mean, can they iron that out for this year? Mm -hmm. And Finn... Before we move on to our next team, I just want to talk about the fact that just like with the Chiefs losing Arrowhead, for them to not have that fan base that they're used to in Green Bay, I think it's really going to hurt them. Do they do the Lambo Leap? I no hope fans? to God. I really hope they do. Just have a bunch of cardboard space. cutouts. Oh, the cardboard cutouts. That would be even better. Uh, but before we go to the worst event, I'd rather talk about the Lions first. Okay. 
Because I, I, I think uh, Matthew Stafford is, in my opinion, the second-best quarterback in this division. I think he's just been unfortunate throughout his career to have had to play in Detroit. Yeah. There's I mean, not a lot of excitement about this team besides the fact they just signed Adrian Peterson and the yeah. fact that they, they've got some running backs this year. They've got Carryon Johnson last year started. They picked up DeAndre Swift in the draft, and now they have AP. And Kenny Galladay, mini Megatron, as they've so – dearly called him is it enough for this team to get into the playoffs i mean i'm not gonna pretend to be the knowledgeable guy here i really don't care about detroit (laughs) Uh, well i I, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs i think that they're just stuck in this uh stafford is a really good quarterback so i think they just have talent on that team that if matt patricia can just get out of his own way (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, he's going to put up really good numbers. Uh, it just really doesn't make sense to me why they can never get anything going since uh, the Calvin Johnson situation, essentially. They haven't really done much. Yeah, since, since the Cal- Calvin Johnson retirement, this team's pretty much been nothing. And Patricia... He's not a coach that I'm really a fan of. I just would love for Matt Stafford to finally have a year where he could do something successful. I I just I or maybe I give him a reason to leave or give him a reason to not just be a depressed person, another depressed person living in Detroit. Oh, uh, breaking news. Um, Josh McCown is signed to the Eagles practice squad. So okay. there you go. You got him back. That's interesting. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I don't have anything else to say on the Lions. If you yeah, have anything, they're, they're, I try. I really tried to make them sound like an exciting team because I really do love Matthew Stafford, but there's really not much. And this then going to a team that I have no idea what to expect from them, the Chicago Bears. I will just let you have the floor, Vin, and talk about the quarterback situation. Uh, so you noticed know for years now that I am not a fan of Mitchell Trubisky. No uh, one is. <laughs> I thought coming out of college he was the last quarterback in the NFL. He would be the 32nd overall quarterback. That is uh, correct. Nick Foles getting in there. Uh, he better start preaching. I know he was going to retire and essentially become a preacher. So he better start preaching now. Uh, and... Their, their coach, Matt Nagy, he is being a nagging injury to this team with their quarterback. Uh, this I, defense I is incredible, and yeah. they aren't able to do anything because of their quarterback play. If they had just a competent quarterback, I could see this team being the NFC champion. I, I, it begs the question, why not just start Chase Daniel every week? I mean... Former Eagle legend before. Chase Daniel. I would, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, if we just all said Josh McCown, I mean, if Josh McCown was their quarterback, I think right now. I mean, you just look at this Bears team. It's just a bunch of cast off quarterbacks that have come through there. We're not going to get the Cutler magic back with Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I mean, I would just That's not true. We can still overthrow receivers by God knows how many yards. I would hate to be a Bears fan when you have this much in, like talent on your defensive side mm-hmm. and you just can't get 
a competent quarterback. You don't need a good or a great quarterback. They need a Ryan Tannehill. Is yeah, what they, they just need. need an average quarterback. It, it surprised me that this team didn't go after a Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I mean, he probably would have been a very good fit here. I, 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 mean, I think so as well. Does Nick Foles get a start? I, does he become the starting quarterback? I, I want to say yes, but it's a real question for me because of Matt Nagy, because for whatever reason, he's convinced that Trubitsky is the savior. Oh, yeah, maybe they could just stay on defense and just get uh, touchdowns that way. Well, then, going from some absolutely terrible teams that we are not at all excited well, for. Wait, before we move on to oh, the next division, who do you okay. have on the uh, who do you have making the playoffs out of this division? Green Bay Packers. That's it. You have just the Packers. Just the Packers. Yeah, I mean, looking at the rest of the divisions, I mean, yeah, I can't see a spot where it's gonna be. I mean, you have that NFC West, which is loaded, and this uh. NFC South, which I think is going to have a couple teams. These so. next two divisions, Vin, I think yeah. it's going to be hard to have five of the teams not be from here. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the NFC South, which is now the division I am probably the most excited for. Mm-hmm. I'd like to start with your favorite team, Vin. Your favorite quarterback. The greatest quarterback of all time, in your opinion. Drew Brees. Wow, that must have been a real big tease with uh people that don't know us. But Jeff's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Drew Brees. I think he's exactly what you would want in a quarterback. He completes passes accurate. Uh he gets touchdown passes. He's the all time touchdown leader. Uh I Turn mean up. Yeah. It's gonna be a question mark if the defense holds up. Uh Getting screwed in the playoff the last few years? How did I bounce back? Can you score touchdowns without Michael Thomas getting the ball every single play? Yeah, I mean... Or Alvin Kamara. Both. Yeah. Alvin they're they're kind of a three-team, three-guy team. Yeah. Four-guy. I forgot the greatest quarterback of all time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and That's they have Jameis. He's concerned. They do have Jameis, which I think is actually a really good move for their future. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of interesting moves here. Uh, but these Saints, I mean, I figure, I mean, I think they're going to go get 12 wins. Uh, That's a little rich for my blood. I think they're going to be a double-digit win team. I just, now that they're in a more competitive division, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're a 12-win team. Well, I mean, I don't think the Panthers are there yet. I like what they're doing. Oh, but they're, no, I, I, don't, not I, don't, I don't think the Panthers are. I could see them stealing a win, though. I could yeah. definitely see it being not an easy 40-point win over the Panthers. And I just don't like what Atlanta's doing, so. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's just, I don't. I don't love what Atlanta's doing, but at the same time, it's hard for me to count out a guy like Julio Jones. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I like the Saints. They almost boasted up their defense with a clowning, but they didn't get them. Uh. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to be a good team. They always are. They're going to be a fun team to watch. Uh, They don't have a terribly difficult schedule. Yeah. Uh, It's more in the back end. But, I mean, they front load this this schedule with wins, and they'll be pretty good. I mean, they don't have much challenges uh, in the first half of their season. That's fair. 
Well, going from Drew Brees to the quarterback that replaced him last year in Teddy Bridgewater, how do you think the Panthers are going to do this year, Ben? Uh, I mean, I'm a big Teddy Bridgewater fan. I love Teddy Bridgewater. I can't get me enough of Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I might get water and build a bridge so I can get Bridgewater. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm still questioning what they do. I don't know how how much of a Mav Rule effect is going to happen here. I know you're a big Mav Rule guy coming out of Temple. I but, am. Uh, they have McCaffrey, which, you know, he's just going to ball out, as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, really, what is this Panthers team going to be? All right, Finn. Let me tell you about the greatness that is going to be the 2020 Carolina Panthers. They have Matt Rule. The man that took Temple University to a win over Penn State for the first time in 74 years. They've got Joe Brady, who took LSU to the national championship and took Joe Burrow from afterthought to number one overall pick. They have Christian McCaffrey, the best fantasy running back in the NFL, as well as the best receiving back in the NFL, in my opinion. They have Philip Walker, the best quarterback in XFL history. Need I say more? This is my best six-win team in the NFL. Yeah, I, mean, I can't <laughs> argue with that. <laughs> this is a team that I'm really excited to see what they do. Matt yeah. Rule was a guy that I loved coming as I went to Temple, and I love Joe Brady. I love what he did last year. I wish they would have gotten a better quarterback than uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I was hoping they'd be able to get in the mix when the draft was coming around, but unfortunately they weren't. So instead, we're going to roll with Teddy Bridgewater, who I expect to be benched for Philip Walker by week two, because P.J. Walker is the best quarterback in XFL history. I would cannot stress that enough. Uh, that's all I have to say on the matter. Thank you for your time. But yeah, I, you're welcome. But I think the Panthers, they're going to be a good team in 2021. I, I, I agree just, with you. I, I think, think that, right that now they're is a, a, year a build year. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean, do you want to go to the Golden State Bucks? <laughs> ah, yes, the uh, new super team of the NFL, where they've pretty much said, "Hey, anyone who wants to play with Tom Brady, but you didn't want to play for Belichick, you now can." <laughs> Come to Florida, get your retirement vacations on. Mm-hmm. Get your time. Uh, what is it? A timeshare? Yep, yep. Get your timeshare. Come play with big old Bruce and just enjoy life in the sun. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really excited to see this team this year. And it has. I want to see. Now, this might be just a little bit of a fun heart in me. Mm-hmm. I want to see Gronk get a touchdown and spike the ball and make it land on the pirate ship. Dream come true. It won't happen. I would love for it to happen. It, amazing. The imagery is impeccable. But I, I think with what this team has done, you saw how well they were able to do even when their quarterback was playing defense for the other team. It's like, oh, I'll spot you 14, 10 to 14 points a game, no problem. And they would lose games by a touchdown. So it's a, with a quarterback that won't do that, whether you think Tom Brady is as great as he has been or not, he's never been a turnover quarterback. He's always been precise with his passing and with – phenomenal receivers. I don't think he's had a receiver this good since he had Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. 
I think Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, and who do they still have OJ Howard? Yes. With that core, and then the running back additions too, they've got LaShawn McCoy. They just picked up Leonard Fournette. They already had Ronald Jones. This offense should be incredible, but it, it really does come down to quarterback. I yeah. hope he doesn't screw it up. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to harp on what you just said. Uh, They also got uh Tristan Wirfs in the first round mm-hmm. to bolster up the right tackle. Uh, mm-hmm. Their defense is pretty good, too. They have names. They have, I love they have Devin Sue, Vita Vea, JPP, uh, Shaquille Barrett. I mean, they have a lot of talent on this team. The mm-hmm. second half of last year, their defense was a top 10 defense. Mm-hmm. They were so, great if you just take Sheamus away, <laughs> which they did. Yeah. I just don't. And I, I really want to see that, Bruce get it. Yes, I do want to see Bruce get it. Uh. The thing is, I don't see Rob Gronkowski as this big, huge uh, addition. I don't think he's going to be that guy. Well, I, I look at it but, as yeah. if you're running a 12 personnel set, name yeah. a better two tight end combo in the NFL. I mean, the only one I can name, I would say the top three tight end combos in the NFL. You've got, in not exactly a particular order, you've got this one with the two of them. Mm-hmm. You've got Philadelphia with Goddard and Ertz. And you've got Cleveland with uh, Joku and Hooper. and Hooper. Yeah, I mean, I would throw Vegas over them, too. But that's just probably a personal I, no, preference. No, Jason, uh, Jason Witten does nothing for me. I think he's going to do the same as Gronkowski this year. What? Nothing? Uh, essentially. <laughs> I, I uh, think I think Gronk's going to have a good year. Because even if Gronk... I don't expect Gronk to be what he was in New England... But just the sheer size of man that he is, with a coach like Arians that can get you the mismatch, I can still see him having a good year. Well, John, you know I'm a WWE guy. I know. Gronk was a WWE 24-7 champion. Mm -hmm. He was Mm -hmm. incredibly thin then, and that was in March, April. Well, he's still tall. Yes, but I mean, he he had lost a bunch of weight. That's true. I don't know. How long it took him? I mean, when did Brady sign? June, July? Mm, yeah, I think so. Might have been April uh, at the absolute yeah. earliest. Well, how long has Gronk been trying to get into football shape? I mean, that's fair. I don't think Gronk is gonna be the reason they don't do great. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're gonna be top two. Well, I'm, I'm looking as OJ Howard as the starter yeah. on that team. I think Gronk's the backup. But I think because of what you have on the outside in Godwin and Evans, he can still easily get like 500 yards and six touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, this offense is going to be incredible. This yeah. defense is going to be really is going to be good at worst. Yes. Uh, I still don't think they win the division. Okay. But they're going to be a really good five seed in the playoffs. Okay, and, and then finally we go to the Atlanta Falcons, who you've already said you're not excited about where they're going. I'm not either. I Matt Ryan, he's good, he's bad, he does different every week. He puts up great fantasy numbers, but he's never. He went to a Super Bowl and he blew his shot, and that was really the only time he's ever really been a successful quarterback. Do you do you give anything to this team besides the fact you have Julio Jones? That's the only thing exciting about you. No, I mean, 
Rip Todd Gurley's career. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really, what are they going to do with Chick-fil-A? That was really my big storyline into this year. It's a fair question because, you know, Chick-fil-A is, it's a very good chicken sandwich. And they're closed on Sunday, so. Well, well, they also play a lot of college games there. Yeah. All right, so Vin, you're picking the Saints. I'm going to have to go against you here. I'm going to pick the Bucks. Because of the defense. I think it's going to be close. I just have more faith in the Bucks defense to beat some other teams. Yeah, I mean, I understand it. Well, let's move on to the NFC West. Uh, I think we both think there's going to be three teams out of this division. It's just a question of which. You don't. I do not. Oh, okay. I think there's going to be three out of this division. Uh, um, let's start I, I with, do when I don't. Uh, let's start with my favorite team in this division, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. That's mine as well. I'm really excited about them. Uh, I would love to have Kyler Murray as the most improved player. I yep. doubt he's going to win it <laughs> because of what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and also, it's he was yeah. good last year. It wasn't like he had a bad year. I think he's going to be great. I just I don't think he's going to win the award. Yeah, uh, but D-Hop and Fitzgerald together, that's going to be fun. And Christian Kirk, who's been a really good two-receiver over the past few years. Yeah, it's going to be a fun team to watch. I hope they pick and, up a lot of wins. And gonna Kenyon be a nice, Drake. Yes, they're going to be a nice wildcard team, in my opinion. I agree, I do. Uh, the Rams, I mean, uh, I think this is going to be the bottom of, this team, of the division. Yep. Uh, I have nothing good to say about this team. I think you they want, do you want to blew read what, it all. Do you want speaking about blew it all? Do you want to read what my note was, or do you want me to read it? Uh, Jack Goff would be a cool fantasy name if Vin drafted him. Instead, Vin decided to Deshaun. draft. Uh, who is your quarterback? Because you didn't Deshaun. get Breeze. I got Deshaun and. Oh, that's right. Your uh, mom but, picked Deshaun Watson for yes. you. Yes. Uh, the 49ers, you know, Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G is not my lover. He's just the <laughs> one who thinks that I am the one. Uh, I mean, really, is Kyle Shanahan going to trust Jimmy G to throw the ball? I mean, that whole playoffs was just not. I don't know if you're going to get anything uh, similar to what they got in the playoffs with their run game with Mozart. Moster, yeah. Raheem Moster. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Former uh, Eagles Cup, by the way. Uh, so glad we did that. Yeah, I think they're going to be a nice wild card team. So what you're telling me, Finn, is you think the Seattle Seahawks are going to win this division? Unfortunately for my Jets, yes. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, I mean, they basically have the same team they had last year. And, they do. And they added Josh Gordon. They added... Well, they, that was in the mid-season they had Josh. No, they just re-signed him. Well, yeah, but they already had him. Yes. They also had a nice safety uh, that I might be a little from, too familiar with, Jamal Adams. Yeah, that that was that was not ideal then. How could you that do that? Not ideal. Uh, Legion of Doom 2.0 might be it. Uh, Mr. Unlimited in Russell Wilson. Uh, okay. God, you don't know how much I hate Russell Wilson at this point. Oh, me too, Vin. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah, he's just getting so annoying. 
He's really good, but yeah, he yeah. is annoying. <laughs> He's so good that I mean it's acceptable, but yes, yeah, I yeah, he can back it up. That I he, will definitely say that. God, I mean, I hate to wish for a divorce. I think Sierra's corrupting him. Oh, listen, when 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 the Bose headphone commercials too, they do nothing for me. Nah. Uh, but uh, my heart wants them to go four and twelve, so the Jets get value on their first picks. Okay. Well, they're gonna go win this division. All right, then you're. So here's gonna come my crazy talk, that, and you're you're gonna think I'm crazy, but you're gonna like it. Okay. Russell Wilson's gonna get injured because he keeps that play style where he runs out of the pocket. I think this year, someone on the Niners is gonna deliver a big hit. I'm expecting Bosa, and it's gonna take him out. I uh, I think it's gonna be the revenge. From what Clowney did to Wentz. Alright. I think the 49ers are have a Super Bowl hangover even though they didn't win it. I can agree with that. I'm picking the Arizona Cardinals to win this division because of DeAndre Hopkins being such a... I think he's the easily the best wide receiver in this entire division. Yeah. And I think Kyler Murray in that air raid offense with the weapons he's going to have, I think this team can win a division because they also had an underrated defense last year. Yeah, I mean, I could agree. I don't think they're going to win the division at all. It's solely Uh, dependent on the fact that Russell Wilson would get injured. Yes, I mean... I I expect Seattle to win, but I I just... I'm, I'm very angry about what happened in the wild card game last year. And yeah. I refuse to accept it. I mean, I don't want to have a bunch of uh, Russell Wilson slander on here, but oh, no, 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 no. But I mean, would it be hurt? Would it be rude to wish him a concussion? Kind of like how Antonio Brown had it and kind of changed him. So we could get a normal Russell Wilson. Just like, you know, I'm just picturing <laughs> it's like they hit him in the head and it's just like, why am I married to you? <laughs> uh but yeah i mean we both have three teams coming out of this it sounds like uh yeah i, I think it's gonna be close I, I think it's really dependent on i think the shortened training camp is a big factor here with no preseason games too yeah but you said you have the cardinals i have the seahawks yes so let's go on what do you think the super bowl matchup is going to be my Super Bowl matchup in my heart is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to see Andy Reid versus Doug Peterson. That's what I want. Yeah, I mean, my heart pick is Jet Saints because I love both teams. Neither of them are making the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be Chiefs-Cowboys. For my Super Bowl pick, I am going to go. I don't feel great about it. I'm going to say Buffalo Bills. Versus the New Orleans Saints. Just a weird Super Bowl. I think a weird Super Bowl and a weird season. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to repeat out of mine. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think uh, out of any team that could repeat, I think they're gonna they have the best chance. Yeah, I, I think the Chiefs 
They're definitely if they don't win this if they don't go to the Super Bowl, they're definitely AFC Championship game without question. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to try and get a different pick in, and I could definitely yeah. see Buffalo. If I don't see Baltimore making it, uh, I Neither. really just don't. I don't think they have the defense. I think Buffalo, with just some weird things happening in a game, could pull it off. Yeah, I mean, I don't I'm feel not great gonna... about it, like I said, but I could see, I could see it happening. I'm not even going to lie. That uh, Baltimore didn't even cross my mind as the AFC. Not even, yeah. (laughs) I love Lamar, but he won me a fantasy championship last year, but I don't feel great about it. He's a great regular season quarterback. I don't know, playoffs. Show me you can win a playoff round before I pick you to win a Super Bowl. I mean, I think he'll have a great career in the playoffs. I don't know right now he is. Uh, Who do you have at your MVP? I'll let you go first. I'll let you go, uh, go first. This is a complete hard pick. I'm going to say that first. Uh, I mm-hmm. want Drew Brees. I mean, he hasn't won one yet. Uh, goat do goat shit. You might as well win an MVP. Mm-hmm. Was in line to win one, uh, I believe, last year or the year before. But yep. it just slipped away. I mean, uh, he, he just wasn't able to dip, close it out. Mm-hmm. Let's win one in your career, my dude. I'm going to say I think it's going to be Brady because you know the EMVP is a lot of the media picking who they want it to be. Yeah, storyline. And I think statistically Brady might have the bigger year than Breeze uh, just because he's going to have so many more targets to throw the ball around to. However, I think the tradition will hold in that while Brady may win an MVP, that dooms him, and he cannot win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean... You get one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because we're running a little long here, let's... Rookie of the years, who do you have? I'm going Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on offense, and I'm going to go Jeffrey Akuda on defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going CeeDee Lamb. I think he's going to have a pretty good year in that Dallas offense. Mm-hmm. And Chase Young, I mean, I know you wanted to do Chase Young originally, but he didn't want to have the same pick. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I was a big Akuda guy coming yeah. into the draft, so I uh, I, I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, Chase Young, I mean, he was just a beast last year in Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's coming in with all his hype. I mean, it'd be hard for him not to at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, and then the final award we're going to do is Comeback Player of the Year. Who do you think it goes to? Cam Newton. Cam Newton? I lock mean, it in. I mean, in my head, it's kind of a lock if Alex Smith goes and just takes a snap, that it's just going to be him. That's fair. Uh, but if they're not going to do it that way, uh, there's a lot of options out there. We have, like, Big Ben. We have uh, Cam, as you said. We have Gronk. Uh, but I think it's going to be J.J. Watt. I mean, it I, seems I, that we forget about him. Yeah, fun, fun fact, man. I actually dated a cousin of J.J. Watt, and for that reason, I have to, I have to go Cam. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty much all our NFL talk for now. Uh, we are hoping to record a gambling podcast sometime this week to get you ready for next Sunday. It might not be out for Thursday with the craziness that's going on this week. But uh, look for that later in the week. But, yeah, I mean, that's all I have. Uh, I have to go to work as we're done recording this. So 
All right. Well, it's been good to have you on the first episode of the JV podcast. Happy Labor Day, everyone, and we will see you later. Peace.